Welcome to the power of pain. The streets are all alike. The buildings are all alike. The businesses all look alike. The reason for this being that most businessmen in this country are playing a game called Follow the Follower. Yeah, it's nine. <laughs> episode nine. Okay, so Power of Paint, episode nine. Theme is going big, but before I get into it, I want to like just pop a few ideas off of you guys. Uh, a lot of you guys I talked to on the phone. So. This idea that Amazon is bringing uh, bookstores with real books and real paper, it's fascinating because they're the leads on the online, but the power of real estate continues to like get everyone's attention. Um, it's fascinating to me that you know they bought the Whole Foods, right? I talked about it just real briefly, but now they're going into the bookstore. They could continue to niche and niche and niche and niche. And the reason niching is important and big, you guys all know this, all my clients know this, Guys who don't know what I'm talking about probably aren't my clients, but um, there's this loss of um, Toys R Us. I mean, it's a demise, the, the demise of Toys R Us, which was an icon, just like Kmart, Otasco, TG&Y. I'm throwing out old school names, right? So I've been thinking about reflecting on it like all week. Poor, poor Toys R Us. But then I know like, boom, boom, boom. And so you need to do this, you should do this, you need to do this. And I'm like, here's a checklist, guys. Go hit this, attack it, and get back in the lead when it comes to the... You're competing against Walmart, you're competing against Amazons, but really, have you noticed the little store called The American Girl? I'll stop right there. This is all going to go into a new episode called The Battle of the Warehouses. My warehouse is prettier than yours. My warehouse gives you a better price. My warehouse has closer parking. My warehouse has a better experience. Okay, so there's a whole lot going on in big boxes, and big boxes are losing because the micros are coming. Um, we'll talk about that later. So micro is coming, but this episode's about going big. Let's see, Tillman Fertitta did by the rocket, so thumbs up there to my, my guy there. A lot of you guys have congratulated me. I had nothing to do with it. Jeez, he's the guy who's hustling out there and you know putting it all together, so good for him. It is an honor to, to know him uh, and work with him and make cool stuff. Um, what else has happened? The uh, Toys R Us, the Amazon, getting into stores and uh, wanted to tip the hat off to Tillman for getting the rockets. So that's it for this uh, starting off. Now, when I'm talking about the episode, the, the theme, you know, think big, go big. Um, this guy right here, let's see if you, you can recognize him from the picture. People used to come from miles around to swim in the lake. They don't anymore. So the founding fathers at Soap Lake said, we got some money to spend. What could we build here? And like most committees, they were gonna build something pretty safe. And then an artist came to them. This is a true artist's rendering. He wants to build a 55-foot-tall lava lamp in the center of town. That's a purple cow. That's something worth noticing. I don't know about you, but if they build it, that's where I'm gonna go. Thank you very much for your attention. I appreciate it. This guy right here has it summed up for all aspects of business. I'm not even gonna say Seth Godin's name. I'm not gonna do that, okay? You're just gonna have to figure out who I'm talking about. But I will throw up a video of where he's talking about big going big would work on him, would work on everybody. If going big will work on Seth Godin, as he says as the TED conference, you know, if there was a 20-foot lava lamp in the middle of a town, it would get people's attention. Well, there's a lot of people that understand that. 20-foot lava lamp is too, 
not going to work in so many situations. And so I want to go to the nicest, highest profile one I can think of, and that's Wall Street, right? You guys were not expecting me to go to the banking industry when I'm talking about going big. It has a big icon. People take pictures with it. You can't even buy a product at Wall Street. There's not a, there, you don't lease an apartment at Wall Street. But Wall Street knows what this does. This is going big. This is a statue, just like, you know, the Eiffel Tower or Statue of Liberty, going big. So in your environment, in your work area, I mean, it's easy to go big if you're in the snow cone business or ice cream business. I actually talk about Twisties. Twisties has been doing this big thing for a long time. Twisties, baby, yeah! So it's real estate development talk time again, and this time we're talking Twisties. Okay, okay, I am so pumped up about this episode. So all you guys who are developing properties, developing real estate, I'm gonna make this as fast as I can. This is real high level. So if you're gonna have a development and you're gonna try to make your, um, try to make your development be your marketing mind. Well, here in Houston, we have one of the best Harley Davidson. Gotta show some respect. Um, one of the best outstanding uses of real estate, design, the power of design, everything about this. And, and if we didn't have this Hurricane Harvey, I was gonna get a good interview. I may go back and interview them retrospective, which I'm doing this week with Cato and Nadi. Frank, I'm looking forward to seeing you on, on, uh, on uh, Wednesday. And we're gonna, we're gonna go and tour the, the Cato and Natty. If you didn't see that episode, it was phenomenal. Talking about past episodes. Did you know this last episode I got banned because I showed the toilets of Bucky's? Are you kidding? They would not let me show that video. I mean, it's on there, but you'll see it's got like 12 views versus, you know, 7,000 views for the Porsche episode, right? Because the toilet, because there's a restroom shown, it got banned on Facebook, on, it was crazy. I couldn't believe it. Back to Harley Davidson. Here we go. Let's take a look at it. This is the Woodlands, Harley-Davidson of the Woodlands, and this is going big. It's stylized. You clearly know it's the front of a Harley-Davidson. It's a building that looks like a freaking wheel and a fender, and it works. It's high profile. It's right here on 45. I'll do video overlay like I do, but this sucker is awesome. You go inside, and, it, and it's, it's a mecca to their product, just like you know, if you're into Wall Street and you go to New York, you're gonna do this. This is your mecca. You know, if you're into John Deere tractors, you're gonna to go to John Deere Tractor Factory. Okay, so this works and it works over and over and over. So I was diving into when was one of the, here, I gotta find it. When was one of the first times that going big just made billions of dollars for a little chunk of real estate? This one right here. What are them arches? Oh, those are our big arches coast to coast, 1940s and 50s. I'm sure you saw The Founder with Michael Keaton, a good movie. I don't care if you love him or hate him. Think about the architecture of McDonald's. They didn't do that. They wouldn't have stood out. He knew how important the standing out is. Back to the purple cow. Okay, some of you guys don't know who Seth Godin is, so let me give a little respect to Seth. You know, you're driving down the road, you see a cow and a cow and a cow and a cow. Everything's invisible. You have architectural invisibility. I know of a project right now I'm working on and I, I can't get there, I can't get my client to think no, I'm not invisible. This is so, so cute. Man, nobody's seeing your building. Nobody even knows it's there. You have no purple cow. You're driving down the road and you see a purple cow. You actually say it to everybody in the car. Hey, look, there's a purple cow. Seth gets the credit for that. Um, Seth will give me an email and it will be like this. Go, Brad, go. He's done it a couple of times. So I like it when I get his emails. Now let's talk about electronic stores. Now this is a satellite. This is a big satellite. This is getting it done right. So way to go, Fry. This is absolutely the way you go big. 
Fry's doesn't just capitalize on just the arches. Fry's does big time over and over. Fry's Electronics, giant store. You need to go to it and check it out. It's awesome, I love it. But this is a satellite. Martin and I did a micro satellite. People to the moon. This is our satellite. Look at that. Freaking awesome. Oh, excuse my lack of enthusiasm. I'm so sleepy and tired. It's been a big install. And so I, I was thinking about this. This is freaking awesome, especially when you're in Johnson Space Center. So I have to give most credit to Going Big right now to the electronics store Fry's because they will capitalize on the local lore, the local history, the local landmark, the local sparkle, okay? And so, you know, obviously Houston is an oil town. So let me just show some pictures. I'm not going to go out and visit it, but the fries up north on the north side of Houston is oil wells and oil deckers and 55 gallon barrel drums and all this other stuff. In a little bit, it is invisible. Just a little bit invisible. You know, here's, a, here's an example of invisible. Beautiful water tower in front of a great restaurant. Man, nobody's seeing it. You tried, I gotta give you credit for that because you know that if you're not doing nothing, you're not gonna get nothing. So there's that. Okay, so going big is important, but how do you apply it to your business? If you say it can't be done, I wanna hear it. I want to hear my washeteria can't do it. My apartment building can't do it. My uh, storage facility can't do it. My marina can't do it. If you think you can't go big in the right way appropriately, like Fry's does, a coast to coast, or you know Wall Street with their giant bull, I want to chat about it. I would love to give the feedback out and we'll discuss it on the show. Okay, so now we're wrapping it up and I want to go into my, re my, my residential roots. My residential roots, right now, I've got a product coming out that I've uh, been collaborating with a guy Don Luke, and we've worked on it for over 18 months. It's an incredible product. It is extraordinary, and it can work coast to coast. I mean, we don't do basements here in Houston, so value comes with a lot of the history and vintageness and, uh, you know, um, novelty of the of the past. Like, you look at the old Volkswagen, is now the new Volkswagen. Camaros look like the old Camaros. Now, in, resi in residential houses, we're having the same kind of um, uh, experience going on. And we've got a product just on the edge of going out into the Houston market. I'm so pumped up about it. So I've really been going over a lot of my notes, little notes for um, for all my residential guys who are up and coming, trying to flip that one house. They're on their eighth house and they're getting like, yeah, I'm getting my 10%, 12%, 28%, whatever, play your numbers. But if you want to maximize, you got to bring something. And here is the, here's the formula. Let me put a formula, E plus something equals something. Visited 10 houses. This is your client. So up here, we're gonna say client or prospect. They visited 10 houses. They have all these brochures. Some are from new homes. Some are from used homes with their real estate agent. And then, okay, they got all, they visited these homes. They're sitting around the table at night with all this stuff and they look at each other. The brochures, no matter how cute they are, no matter how wonderful your YouTube video is, nothing, nothing works. It all goes into the trash can, the videos, all the marketing you're doing online, the clicks on Facebook, it's all gone because it comes down to this one comment from one woman to one man and she looks at him and says, I like that house that had that fill in the blank. And it was a design element. Designers get paid because they're the ones that are at the very last moment, not in the trash can, not in the delete box, not in the spam folder. They're right there touching the heart saying, I like the house that had that curved entry. I like that house that had that that master bedroom garden tub or the island, right? So here, let me give you one of the nuggets that you are guaranteed that people talk about and you'll sell your house so not a lot of people will see it. You won't get to, you won't get to show it off a lot, but here it is. Take a three bedroom, two bath house, your standard bread and butter. Pick the most public bathroom that's not a Hollywood bath and take out the tub. 
what? You're gonna make it a big shower? No, no, it's worse than that. I want you to take out the tub, tile the back wall, and put a clawfoot tub in. The clawfoot, the power of the clawfoot tub, back to the nostalgia, sells the house, sells the house. I've, I've got a guy who's already done this twice. He's like, dang, I'm making dollars. And he's not even keeping it on the market because you go home, you're sitting down, the ladies with the guy, he's like, I just love that house that had that clawfoot tub sold money move on and now you're sitting there going how can i buy clawfoot tubs in bulk well that's on you so i hope you've enjoyed this episode of the power of the power of paint is now on itunes